You are listening to the oneofus.net podcast network. One of Us is a podcast and video network funded all but entirely by donations and subscriptions. We do accept pitches for audio-based or banner ads, but on a case-by-case basis. If you are interested in that, contact us at oneofusnet at gmail.com. With the amount of audio and video content we generate, it is expensive and extremely time-consuming to keep things running. Please go to the webpage oneofus.net and sign up for a subscription at 2 5 10 or $25 and get a ton of bonus content. One of us needs and appreciates all your support. I'm here to scrape your mouth stones. Wonderful. Have you been forcing string? Seldom. Now wear the trash necklace. Okay. Now feel completely helpless. Uh, Okay. Oh, hello there. This is Bradley Martin just reading over one of my favorite comics by Nathan W. Pyle, Strange Planet. That particular comic that you'd have to imagine the pictures of, since I can't show them to you, is called Mouthstones, and it's about a little alien's trip to the dentist. Luckily for all of us and Nathan W. Pyle, his comic series has been adapted to an Apple Plus TV series. We have 10 episodes to start out. Strange Planet, creator Nathan Pyle, and pitching in the Dan Harmon, starring Tundi Adepimpi, Demi Adejuye, Lori Tan Chin, uh, Danny Pudi, Shelby Young, and an assortment of just fantastic comedians who somehow all understand the tone of the show. Now, these strange aliens who describe things in mostly literal terms have a lot of adventures. Uh, there's an episode about how an airplane works. There's episodes about uh, tiny beings that you own, such as creatures or outside or indoor creatures, pets. <laughs> Uh, an episode about a cafe that everyone frequents that's one day going to fall into the void. It's a cliffside cafe. A Double Shadows Day, which is the eclipse happening. Now, their specific planet, or spherical orb, slightly leaning, has two moons, so it's a very special eclipse. And, of course, the most important type of episode of all when it comes to these slice-of-life stories an episode about relationships and love. With me to talk about this, a being who is the uh, curator of many a small being of our offspring and can teach them to limb shake to a harmony is with us. Wow. <laughs> that one was a reach. That was a bit that of a, a reach. reach. But we made it. We made it. Hello. And also a being who captures memories in uh, cyclical order to create what uh, many people would call a story when these frozen images are played very quickly in succession. (laughs) TC is with us. Greets and gratitude. (laughs) 
That's a good description of making yeah. movies. I love it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, a little bit long-winded. I'm sure it could, we could workshop it. So there is like 10,000 Apple Plus series about slices of life from all over the world, really. I'm a big fan of Apple Plus. But why would either of you two recommend or say stay away from Strange Planet? I really enjoy the comic strip. Um, it's it's I thought it was genuinely funny. It was, you know, it's like the literal humor tickles me in, in a way that makes my tickles my brain in a way that just makes me happy. And I was very excited about this show. And so I am happy I, I, I watched it. It took a little bit to get into it because the the show, I think it kind of starts out with being so literal in its interpretation of the comic strip. <laughs> it's like mm-hmm. too literal in the literalness, if that makes any sense. And sure. then um, they eventually find a good groove for it that it's really endearing and it just kind of takes like about an episode or so for them to really find their footing for it with their tube socks their foot <laughs> tubes I, I'm surprised how well this adapted yeah. to another medium because the four panel comics that Strange Planet is I, I'm I'm in the same ballpark I saw these come up time and again on Instagram and what have you and they're always just these wonderful literal descriptions of mundane things. And it points out the silliness of our lives and, and how we, like you use the brushing your teeth and flossing this idea of like, have you run string through your mouth stones? That sort of literal interpretation <laughs> from these little, they're not grays cause they're light blue, but these yeah. aliens perspective. <laughs> the big of what headed slender man yeah, looking yeah. aliens. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I, I'm a fan of the comics, so to see it translate to a show, I initially saw the title and was like, I I don't know if I want to watch a new show. But when I clicked on it and saw it was this adapted, I was like, oh, I'm in. Because this comic is so sweet and simple and wonderful and lovely. And I'm happy to see that the show found its footing in adapting it. Because, yeah, the first little bit, it does feel like they are translating it one for one. But, I don't know, rather quickly, it felt like it, it found its own voice and, and that's the art of adaptation right there. If you can capture the tone and style and, and yes, the voice of original material and then turn it into a new medium, uh, you can sink or swim. And I thought this, this swam very, very wonderfully as it expanded this idea of literal translation of things. And with this longer format, you know, more than just four panels, you were able to ex- literally expand on the strange planet and find out more about these lives and families and loves of these these beings. And like I said, it's really endearing and sweet. Yes. And yes. it's like, it's charming. It's just <laughs> utterly charming. <laughs> And coming from Dan Harmon, if you're looking for complex, outrageous Rick and Morty style yeah. deconstruction of life and all its meaning, this is the antithesis of that. Yeah. It's <laughs> it's doing a lot of the same stuff that Dan Harmon explores in all of his material, which is very much like, look at the existence before you and question it and now be destroyed by it. Oh, the existential crises of it. 
this is the <laughs> reverse of that where it is saying look at the glory look at existence <laughs> but look at the oh my lorb yes yes <laughs> and, and you yeah you kind of yes. see his fingerprints on it mm-hmm. and it it would be surprising to know what jokes he came up with and that he does have a lighter side because mm-hmm. Dan Harmon and from my understanding in a lot of his interviews and through Rick and Morty is uh, working through depression yeah. in a very creative and artful way is what I would say. Yeah. No yeah. shade at that. Mm-hmm. But I do like how uh, coffee is jitter liquid. And yes. Alcohol is a mild poison. How much <laughs> mild poison would you like? How much would you like to be poisoned? It is not recommended to poison yourself into vomiting. You know? I think you're a little young for mild poison. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> now. I've seen this show a couple of times now because my kids like it. And it's a safe, fun, friendly family show, even though there are certain subjects in which some parents might not be comfortable discussing with their children. Like beings, when they grow to a certain age or sometimes before then, will perish. Mm. And a kid will be like, what's that mean? And I've had that conversation with my kids before. I'm comfortable with it. And my, my spouse is comfortable with it. A lot of parents might not want to be like, death, they mean death. You're going to die someday. Did you know that? Did you know that? (laughs) A little extreme. Is there any topics that either of you two preferred over the other or really made you laugh or even think? I really like the vibrating creature. (laughs) That made made his eyes itch. The the guy who did not want to ink the skin. Um, yeah, I thought, tattoo artist, I yeah. don't want to be a tattoo artist, basically. <laughs> I, I, I want to be bo- I want to be a rap star. <laughs> like... uh, adolescent limb shake. I really saw, I felt heard in that because that's yes. very much my awkward teenage years of like your best friends and they're going one direction against you and how do you stay friends when you're growing up and changing and also the honestly what this show did really masterfully all but one episode it would weave multiple stories together and the transitions between story a and story b the only episode that focused on one story the entire time was the birthday the the uh the deception party deception (laughs) party that was (laughs) That was the only episode that focused on one story the entire time. The rest would interweave two or three sometimes and and then eventually started calling back to characters and you see that there's like a season arc happening in the city with reoccurring characters and it's sitcom. It's the tropes of a half hour comedy done in such a really organic and, and we keep going to keep saying it sweet way. I think that's where Dan Harmon's hand comes into play. Because that guy knows how to craft 30-minute stories. Uh, if, if you're a writer out there or a storyteller, I highly recommend looking up his story wheel because he, he broke down the monomyth into seven beats, seven, eight beats, and he has this really great chart that he uses when he creates stories. And as a showrunner on Community and Harmon Quest and Rick and Morty, and I'm assuming on this, you can see his hand in crafting very coherent journeys in small ways for characters, which is perfect for the show because all the journeys – and successes and victories in this are tiny, but they, they mean the world or they mean the planet to these people. Oh, <laughs> now the show is pretty formulaic in a lot of ways. Uh, since you're talking about story beats, 
generally a being, and none of them have names. You have to recognize them by the sound of their voice and pretty much their personality, which was difficult for me at first because mm. my attention is like scatterbrained all over the place <laughs> in my house usually. But since I had the benefit of watching a couple of these a couple of times, I noticed Daniel Pudi's character was in several episodes and the Careful Now Cafe staff and owner of that cafe really stood out after a couple of times like, oh, yeah, I recognize I, I you. I know what owner, your through line is. The owner <laughs> yeah. of Careful Now. She's like, yeah. <laughs> I'm not looking. I'm lurking. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I'm very sorry that I deceived you by listening to a song you meant to play by yourself. But <laughs> yeah. Now that I've heard it, the entire world should hear it. Yeah. <laughs> what really impressed me about this show is it's very open about not having answers to certain problems. And each being kind of has their own personal take on how to live life. And no one is wrong or right about it. And that was kind of profound to me, especially for such a cute-looking show. <laughs> right. Yeah, the, the complexity of what they're discussing here simplified. It's, I'm, I'm fascinated, and I think it's cool that you watch this with your family because I know you have varying ages within your family. Mm -hmm. And, yeah, there, there are things in here that are a little more complex that you're asking uh, to have a discussion about. But like the comic, which takes something and breaks it down to its absolute simplest form and then seems – and, and somehow creates this very enlightened look at it, <laughs> that's what this show did really well is that it, it did juggle all these very existential things in very kind ways. And uh, very hopeful ways, I would say. Like it – you know, yeah, that, that restaurant's going to fall off the cliff like any day now. <laughs> and and – yeah. They are they are all gonna they're all gonna fall to their death any any moment, you know the the owner is kind of this kooky lady or um, kooky being, and mm. they're just living their lives <laughs> with with her 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 building uh, the guy who's just kind of barely keeping the building from tumbling. The contractor. Yeah. The contractor. Yeah. Thank you. I couldn't <laughs> think of what it, what his job was, but he's, his job is just basically keep it on on the cliff for another day, and he does that every single day. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and yeah. and they're just like perfectly happy. That's like his job. <laughs> yeah. And but it's like it's very hopeful, and it's very like they're all really happy, and even when they're like going off to learn learn institution which i think is a great name for for college and universities <laughs> learn institution um that all the anxiety and the hopes and you know your your big life choices and stuff like that that they play with in the show it's not just you know soul crushing you know <laughs> All, all it's not all just soul crushing, you know, anxiety. It's you know, sure, there's this, sure. there's right. always a kernel of hope, and and I think that's a what I really got out of the show. Yeah, there's something special about the non-black and white nature of the world. That right. There's shades of gray, and I think that's reflected even in the fact that these are all non-binary. There's yeah. no gender in this. That everybody is. The world isn't non-binary. Nothing is as simple as this or that. There's right. all this in between. Right. Yeah, yeah, artfully explored. Yeah, I really liked the 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 character that was uh, doing the the song for the talent contest. 
Uh, yes, the superfluous ability contests. <laughs> yes, and <laughs> that they just wanted to do it for their their loved one and their their spawn. <laughs> I can't remember yeah, what they yeah, call yeah. it. <laughs> their, 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 you know, their, yeah. Offspring. Offspring, Offspring yeah. I, believe, I like spawn, yeah. though. <laughs> <laughs> you know, and it's just... You know, it's all it's all so sweet. <laughs> it's all so sweet. It is. It's very sweet. Uh, I had trouble with the show at first as well because it involves a flying machine. And great jokes. Like, yeah. the flying machine feels like it's fallen. It's not intended to fall. Not always. <laughs> it's like, is it intended to fall now? I don't believe so. It's not performing as intended. And it causes a huge panic on the plane. The solution to that I thought was horrifying, and I just was worried about everybody scream. <laughs> yeah, just scream, right. everyone just scream. It'll feel better if you just scream. And I think maybe I missed the metaphor because I could see myself as a being writing up a a very uh, irritated and aggravated explanation of my feelings during the flying machines <laughs> departure. You know, to whatever their yelp is to. Yes. <laughs> But CEO, uh, I often miss metaphors. Yeah, dear CEO, machine. I did not want to feel panic, and they told me to embrace it. One star. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Very good. <laughs> One celestial body. So let's carry that into our final thoughts. Uh, TC, would you lead, please? I've already said it once. I'll say it again. This is very sweet. This is such a lovely show. The animation is gentle. There's no hard. There's no hardness to this show. It's it's never loud or wild or insane. It's gentle and it's still funny. It explores our world and our lives and a whole lot of our insecurities and our traditions. And it does it in a way that it points out how silly it is, but it's never, ever cynical. It's actually quite comforting to look at our world and be freaked out by it without it being a nightmare. So... The comedy is observational, and all the performances are very real and grounded. This is just a nice, warm hug of a show, and I will come back for a second season. I'm so glad I signed up for this and, and gave it a watch because Apple Plus does make some really extraordinary, sh really extraordinary things. And I don't know people aside from Ted Lasso. I don't feel like Apple Plus gets any of the attention that Netflix or Hulu or Amazon gets. They're always just sneakily like, oh, you want like something really incredible? I don't know. Sign up for our subscription service, I guess. <laughs> and I think this <laughs> maintains the caliber of quality that Apple Plus keeps sneakily putting out. So I'm giving Strange Planets four out of five foot tubes. Very nice. A harmony. That's a well amount of foot tubes that's like the <laughs> even amount of foot tubes that's five foot tubes would be too many foot tubes <laughs> one too many two foot tubes <laughs> that is the necessary amount of foot yes. tubes that you and a companion would need <laughs> um gosh i i think with how harsh everything has been for me just speaking from the heart just personally it's nice to have something soft and sweet to watch. And I think, you know, sometimes people need that. There's no harsh lines or harsh edges or there's, 
the palette's kind of this, I wouldn't say pastel, but kind of muted, m- muted, watery colors. Mm-hmm. Ooh, I'm getting an echo all of a sudden. That's weird. Sorry. Uh, muted uh, watercolor scheme. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm I'm really fond of how it, how it looks. And just the stories were sweet and grounded and full of life and hope. And I think it's with how much of a garbage fire the world is, you know, who couldn't use a little bit of that? So... I'm going to give this 8.5 out of 10 vibrating creatures who turn purple. (laughs) Yeah, this, I've lived a pretty long life, and I was surprised at how many episodes outside of the flying machine uh, impacted me so positively. There's a quick one-off line to set up an episode where a life giver is like, it would bring me great displeasure to know that my offspring are not friends when I perish. Mm. And I'm like, oh my gosh, I, I feel the same way. And, <laughs> <you know? laughs> and then uh, me and my spouse, we were a long-distance relationship once. And there's no right or wrong answer to it in this show. It's just presented and then how both beings feel about that situation is um, explored. And then I'm excited for season two happens. So that was also beautiful. Now, certain things uh, made me uncomfortable. Like I probably would have anxiety. This always surprises people. I'm actually cripplingly shy a lot of the times. So the being of the... um, what is it? Be careful, cafe. I forget what it's called. Careful, careful now. now. Careful now. Being of careful now, being so abrasive about pushing people into experiences. I love that character, but I'd be very afraid to know her personally. <laughs> <laughs> Would not want to work there. No. <laughs> yeah, and uh, yeah, just how so many different points of views are explored from so many different life experiences and. But uh, yeah, I'll probably watch it a couple of more times until season two. The kids enjoy it. And it really opens the door to a lot of conversation. And as you said, Harmony, just feeling sweet. I'll give this eight out of ten as well. Handfuls of tiny trash. Tiny trash. At a deception party. Well, thank you everyone for listening to our electronically captured vocals telling you whether or not we found pleasure in this vehicle of entertainment. Yay. <laughs>